Hey, this is Nathan. And this is Thomas. And today on Not the Pastor, we're going to talk about the book of Daniel. And the reason for that is Thomas has actually started preaching a new series through the book of Daniel at his church, and he found two really cool uh, design features in chapter one of Daniel that he, he wanted to share with us today. So we're going to get right into those and find out what uh, what Thomas has been learning from the book of Daniel. All right, man. So yeah. you're tackling the book of Daniel, huh? Yeah. That's a, that's a fun one. Yeah. I, I like Daniel. So here's get, have a confession for you that I've okay. preached through Daniel. Here, here are the air quotes in that. I've preached yeah, yeah. through Daniel a couple of different times. I, you know, it's so it's so good for teenagers, that kind of stuff. Um, the last time I did that, I told my teenagers, like, look, we're getting through, you know, chapter five, six seven and then yep. we're done yep <laughs> so yeah. i was like yeah. i'm all done at that point yeah right? like <laughs> yeah when we get to those visions at the it, end i'm not it gets weird after that yeah right those very same conversations yep <laughs> i have i have always preached like daniel chapter one daniel chapter two like i've preached yeah. multiple messages yeah. out of that the like, narration right yeah. yeah youth night you know we're getting oh, ready to so go to good. camp with our teenagers and there's some great stuff in there for yeah. you yeah. you know and in the oh, whole yeah. church but there's like no nah, I'm, I'm not interested with the rest of yeah. daniel <laughs> right yeah you get into trouble with that stuff yeah. i just didn't yeah. you know you say something and then people are like oh hold on now my my yeah. preacher 45 years ago said right. said it different and i i thought that yep. daniel yep. told us exactly when jesus was coming back and uh, yeah you can get all kinds of well, we are things. not going to talk about that today. We're, not that. Yeah. Someday gonna, maybe when I get, yeah. get there, cause I'm not doing that this time. My game plan, honestly, okay. is to preach through the book. Uh, so I, I think not, not to be fair, I'm not trying to preach through like a, I'm not trying to exhaust Daniel. And so okay. uh, I, I don't have, uh, we, we've talked about how I preach in our main services occasionally through the through the years, whenever my pastor needs me, whenever yes. he's, yeah, you yeah. know, he's not feeling well or he's out of town or whatever, like that's when I get the, those opportunities. Yep. And so try to be ready for that whenever that does happen. And uh, that's, that's good. And so this is my effort to be ready for those things. And so my goal is not to have a deep dive into Daniel. My goal is to, to do more of an overview kind of look. And so we won't be dealing with like, we, we, we won't be diving head first into those chapters at the yeah. end. But I do think I, my goal will be to simplify as much as possible to be true mm -hmm. to what Daniel was trying to say mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. and, and not try to make it into more than what Daniel was trying to say. That's my goal. And I, yeah. I, I yeah. there's some work to do still there. And so I'm not, I'm not ready for all of that yet, right. but I, I'm working yeah. on it. And so that's where yeah. I am. No, so I, I think knowing your scope there is, yeah. is good. You yeah. Know, this so, is what you're endeavoring to do with yep the opportunity you have. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Yep. And so that, so yeah, we started there. So, so, so just you're, last you're, night, you're yeah. in Daniel chapter one. Yep. Finished it up. Just, I did all of Daniel one last night. And so that was the, that was the okay. goal, right? We're going to, okay. Like, obviously you could break that up in so many different ways and there's yes. so many different things, but try to preach all of Daniel chapter one. Now, yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. This is the first time, again, I've preached in Daniel chapter one, a gazillion yeah. times. Oh yeah. I don't think I've ever actually preached Daniel one, mm. like mm. the chapter. And, yeah. and so there's two things that I, I think, and so this is, this, this is part of why I decided to preach the whole chapter. I went back and forth about it, you know, um, and, and I'm not saying breaking it up in different ways is wrong. Please don't hear that. That's that again, sure. that wasn't my purpose. Yeah, yeah. Scope is different in this moment. Yeah. And so trying to 
trying to take the whole chapter as it was and trying to find what was yeah. this chapter written for? What was it about? Why is it here? That kind of sure. thing. Sure. Yeah. Good. So, um, so what'd you find? Yeah. So came across a really cool feature in Daniel chapter one that breaks this up in an outline form already that I just have missed every time. Huh. To be fair. Okay. So to be fair, this is very clear. If you read Hebrew, and you, okay. if you can read Hebrew and you've read yeah. Daniel one in Hebrew, nope, don't. Nope. Yeah, me either, right? Yeah, 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 me either. And so, so what? What it was pointed out to me, right? As I'm doing some preliminary studies, doing some readings. So, one of the commentaries that I read pointed out that Daniel one has a repeated phrase three times throughout the chapter. Uh, it's once in verse two, it's okay. once in verse nine, and then okay. it's again in verse seventeen. Huh. And it's like, so seriously, it's the first, that's the beginning of the book. It's the middle of the middle. book, yeah. or the chapter rather, beginning of the chapter, the middle of the chapter, and the end of the chapter. The end of the chapter. Okay. And the words are God gave, right? In English, the first time it's God, the Lord gave. The second time it's actually the God brought, but it's the okay. same Hebrew word. That's why, like, I've never seen it before because it's the same yeah. Hebrew word. Caught it, yeah. Right? It's um, in Daniel, uh, it's in chapter number Sorry, verse number two, it's the Lord gave Jehoiakim right. to the to Nebuchadnezzar, right? He gave okay. it him to him. In verse number nine, it's God brought Daniel into favor with the prince of the eunuchs. And mm. then in chapter number seven, or in verse number 17, rather, I mean, apparently I just love to say chapter yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. Ignore all of that. It's always right. verse, meaning verse, yeah. unless I mean chapter. <laughs> and right, so exactly. in verse number 17, he talks about how the that God gave the four hebrew children favor okay in front of the magicians and king nebuchadnezzar right, right? right. and so this is broken up this way and in this in this way in, in particular daniel is like paul in that like he's not doing that on accident right he's not just like oh man i really just need another um i guess we're just going to start this mm. this sentence the same way mm. i started the other sentence right he, like that's designed that way on purpose oh, yeah. daniel was a there's a genius right. kind of yeah. man right he wrote in it wrote in a yeah. very very sophisticated way there and so like this what this does is it breaks the chapter up into some really cool things mm. and so um again i'm, I'm not a, not an expert at hebrew don't even read hebrew right this is something that someone else pointed out to me and as i began to study the passage what it seemed to me is that this passage this chapter is broken up into three pretty clear parts that here is in verses one and two this this shows how okay. God gave the Hebrews Jerusalem Judah in judgment to Babylon. Right, so God's present in that, and I think that this is the point and the goal is that it's showing God's presence mm. every step of the way. Mm -hmm. So God is present in judgment, and the that we don't maybe like to think about that. We don't love the that doesn't make us okay. feel great, right? We don't love that, but the truth is is that God's judgment is good for us right it, yeah. this is his mercy his judgment is faithful and it's true yeah which is the opposite of what we think we, we are naturally right. prone to think that oh yeah. i'm being punished this is bad yeah. god rescue me from this it could be that god is right there in it with you and you're in it on purpose right yes yeah, yeah. any judgment from god is yeah. on purpose right i mean we can get ourselves into messes all the time but even sure. that even that is like god is trying to accomplish his work even when we're at fault right? even yeah. when we're the there cause of the problem yeah. god's still trying That's to true. get his judgment uh his his judgment is still faithful and it's still true yeah. and again 
faithfulness we think of more in a positive light most of the time yeah. we think of that as like hey this is something that is supposed to be good so we we like to, god is faithful to bring his mercies new every morning and god is faithful mm. to uh to never leave us and never forsake us and that's true and we love that and we're happy right. for it but, but if god isn't faithful in his justice and judgment yes. then god mm. isn't that's then the, god can't really be faithful yeah. in his mercy and grace and so it, th- this is we celebrate god's faithfulness period even if that means that we um are the recipients of our just dues and so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and so but but the point i think is that of daniel chapter chapter one verses one and two wasn't that oh nebuchadnezzar was so much more powerful right it isn't gotcha. that it isn't that jehoiakim was just a lousy military leader and the guy doesn't know how to rule an army the, mm-hmm. it's not that jerusalem is a uh, defenseless puny little city that mm-hmm. wasn't the point. The fact mm-hmm. that Babylon won is because God was involved in this thing. Yeah. And yeah. that is sometimes for us, like we can maybe look at our life and go, oh man, that's not great. That doesn't feel good. That is really hard. But the truth is, is when our favorite godly political candidates don't win, this could be that God's still doing a work in the midst of us. And yeah. when, yeah. when, difficult and trying times come in our life, God is still doing his mm-hmm. work in the middle of it, right? God, mm-hmm. God gave Jehoiakim to Nebuchadnezzar. Mm-hmm. God was present and doing his work in that midst. Mm-hmm. Okay. Skip yeah. to the middle of the it's chapter. Good. Yeah. Right? And you, you God find brought, right? Yes. And it, yeah, in English, it's God, it's uh, God brought Daniel into favor yeah. with the yeah. chief of the eunuchs, right? So the, the course, I mean, uh, the story is that the, Babylonian assimilation program is in full swing, right? I mean, they're, they're shoving their culture and their language and their, their dress and their food and everything gets shoved down the throats of these children. Um, And so they, I mean, they're taking it all in, right? The, the riches and the, the luxuries are dangled in front. Hey, look at us. We, Mm. we, this is a life of peace and comfort and everything that you could ever want and imagine and think. And besides the old life is totally taken away and it's totally ruined. Don't worry about that. And so here dangling in front of them is this assimilation. It's the Babylon being what Babylon does and what yeah. kingdoms that are like Babylon continue to do. Right. So the mm-hmm. it's the, it wasn't Babylon isn't the only one that has an agenda and wants to shove its agenda down the throat of God's people. Um, yeah. That's been evil kingdoms. Well, forever and yeah. from Babylon right. on and before them. And yep. yeah. uh, honestly, if we're being if we're, if we're being real and we're being honest, that is the nature of evil kingdoms even today. And probably most of our listeners can can identify with Daniel in some ways. Not in the yeah, not, probably absolutely. not in the uh, extreme that Daniel was in, but we can mm-hmm. recognize that uh, that this world would want nothing more than its culture, like mm-hmm. then for us to fully assimilate to this culture. Yes. Exactly. So and, so, and that's what I've always preached to the teenagers. Yes. Right. Yeah. Uh, anytime well, I've preached Daniel, I've jumped right. I've jumped right there. <laughs> yeah. And well, that's it. Yeah. Because it, it, yep. it's, it preaches. Yeah. It, it can, it's good. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And we spent some time there in fact. And so yeah. that's actually, there's a built in there is that second design pattern. And so okay. um, let, let's we'll talk about that, that one there, before. Right? Yeah. Well, let's actually, we're here. So why don't we talk okay. about yeah. this one? It's yeah. like, so it's what's a sub there. Yeah. So what happens is in Daniel one, seven, there's 
a word that gets used twice and then it gets okay. reused in Daniel 1 8. Okay. Okay. So it again, we when the Bible is translated, right? The the purpose and the goal is to get the sense of what is said, not only the words that are being said, right? right. And so there's a right. there's a translators have to balance this like we are translating the words but we also have to translate a whole sense and so there's a yes. balance there that has to go on yeah, yeah, yeah. and so the, the so this is how this works though daniel 7 the word or daniel 1 7 the word is the is it's the the most basic translation into english from the hebrew word is the word set okay so okay. it's translated gave in verse 7 Right. Okay. It's a, totally appropriate to be translated that because the Prince of Eunuch gave names to mm -hmm. Daniel mm -hmm. and his friends. Mm -hmm. Okay. But the word is set. He set their names. Yeah. Right. It totally yeah. makes sense why Gabe gotcha. is used there. It totally. It paints the picture perfectly. Right. So yeah. that's a yeah. great word to use. I'm not the please here. I'm not saying to, I'm trying to correct the, yeah. the boat for the sense of how this pattern works. It's pretty cool. So he set their names. And then it goes into detail and says, and he set Daniel's name as Belteshazzar. And then it's that the word is almost understood because then it goes and as and right down the line, he, and he gave this guy this name and he set this person this name. It doesn't use the word anymore, but it's like it's almost built in there, right? It's like an understood. Mm -hmm. And it goes right mm -hmm. down the list. So he set their names. He set Daniel's name. And then in verse eight, it's Daniel set in his heart. It's the same word. Daniel uh, purposed in his heart, uh, and so so in huh. verse seven, it's Dan the 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 prince of the eunuchs here. He's I mean he's just going right down the list, right? I mean he yeah. he's he set their he set their clothes, he set their yeah. diet, he set their language, he set their courses, yeah. their study, yeah. their everything, right? I mean set 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 set. Here you here's your money, here's your here's your rooms. I'm setting yeah. these things for you. I'm setting everything out for you. He he established them. Established. Yeah. That's exactly right. That's the word, right? Yeah. It's to set. It's to make a boundary. It's to set to yeah. establish something. And yeah, Daniel yeah. says, "Hold on now." I've established something too. Yeah, yeah. You you can yeah. establish all you want. Yeah. But I'm also establishing something. Yeah. And, and so here mm -hmm. the world would love to, yep. right? And there I mean, here, here's the preaching, right? <laughs> the world loves to just set itself up for you. They 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 mm -hmm. want to set what's appropriate in how you speak. They want to set how how you think. They would love to set the what is appropriate for you to watch and listen to. They want to set those things. But my friend, mm -hmm. if you don't set something up in your life, you're gonna be in trouble. Mm -hmm. and, and so there's wisdom that Daniel uses, of course, in that. And this is the, the we talked about that as we're talking through Daniel chapter one, right, right. because if Daniel it doesn't recognize that, because this moment, there's no lions roaring in the background, right? right. There's no fiery mm -hmm. furnace that is being heated up yeah, behind that, right? That yeah. None of that is happening. This is just the prince of the eunuchs coming through and just casually... Yeah pointing out this is how it is yeah this is how yeah. it is this is how yeah. it is and yeah. in any other situation right it, it 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 would be totally reasonable for someone to say well here we are and this is what this is how it is what am i supposed to do yeah, yeah. there's there's no reason for me to make a stand easy thing here. to do right yeah, yeah there's no reason to make a stand here yeah. and and so and people could have made lots of good reasons why Daniel would make a stand about the food and not some other issue. Sure. That's a yeah. we could have a lot of conversations about that. I don't know that the text is overly clear about why that and not something else. Um yeah. I yeah. think that in the end, Daniel's probably just really wise to note that like if it, I I can't I can't bite, I can't swallow 
everything that Babylon gives me. I have to make, I have to draw a line yeah. somewhere. Yeah. If, I can't if, fight every battle, but I do have to fight right. some battles. Yeah, This is yeah. one I can, and I yeah. will. And, yeah. uh, and then, and this is where that second point where God was there. God was yeah. present because okay. when Daniel's making his stand, when Daniel's setting up his boundaries, when Daniel says, hold on, this is too far. You're not taking everything from me. Yeah. I, I'm still me. You can't take yeah. it all. And when Daniel's making that stand, here's God in verse number nine, bringing him favor, bringing him into favor rather mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. the guy that's making the decisions about whether or not this is even possible. Yeah. Right. Because this goes a different way if God's not involved. Yeah. If God's not involved, the prince of the eunuchs, well, I mean, he tells him no. The prince of the eunuchs tells Daniel, no, yeah. I'm not helping yeah. you, right? I, I like you just fine. In fact, like the, the sense maybe is a little bit like Daniel's almost like, he, like the prince of the eunuchs feels like Daniel's like maybe like a son to him, yeah. right? There's that kind of a feeling or a bond yeah. there that's growing between of, them. Yeah, yeah. Some sort of connection. Yep. And, but, but the prince of the eunuchs is like, nah, -uh. Like, I fear the king more than I like you. <laughs> and sorry, right. that's not happening. Then what Daniel says, and, and, there's uh, maybe some room for uh, some exciting interpretation, you know, so, some uh, imagination that might go on the scene. Because here's the guy who has to report to the king, right? The prince of the eunuch says, nah, oh, yeah. I, I care about the king more than I care about you. I care what he says. Mm. But then suddenly this guy that we've never heard of before in the whole chapter has never been mentioned before. Mm -hmm. Now he suddenly shows up and Daniel can ask him. And he's the one that actually brings the food to Daniel anyway. Right? And so you almost wonder, right? I mean, it's, it's almost like God brings favor. The guy that God gave Daniel favor with says no, but then this other guy is there. And so uh, you nowhere. almost wonder if it's like the, this guy's like, Hey, I can't do that for you. But if he does, I'm not going to say but anything. I, yeah, right? I like, can't, I'm not going to stop him from doing that. Right. right yeah. You, and so again, that's not that's not directly in the text, but here's the here's definitely the sense, and this is absolutely what the passage is trying to infer, is that like God was present in judgment, yep. that is also present when Daniel's making his stand. Yeah. yeah. And when Daniel's making his stand, God is there, and yeah. and there's nothing flashy, right? Yeah. Uh, the Prince of the Unix isn't waking up from a dream and with in like a feverish state going, Oh my goodness, I must love Daniel more. Like that's not yeah. happening, right? Yeah. Like that's no. at least not in the text. Uh, what we find is God just quietly doing work behind yeah. Yeah. the scene. Yeah. Yep. So we got that, that first one there, that yep. first design, you know, the Daniel chapter two, you know, where God is giving that and he's present in judgment. Yep. Then verse yeah. seven, eight, nine, there yep. you have that second, feature come into play yeah where or you know you're talking about setting yep yep and then the, yeah, Hebrew right on the tail end of that we get that second edition that or that second uh, you know situation where god god brings or gives and so then then what's that third one at yeah. the end in chapter 17 how does yeah, that one work yeah verse number 17 all the way at the end it's so daniel and his friends now three years go by in a flash right between 16 and 17 yeah. yep. three years uh three years go by and daniel stands up in front of the king and the bible says that god brought i don't have it up in front of me i should have grabbed it um but the the god brought them gave them favor right god god mm -hmm. gave them success is what the mm -hmm. sense is that everything they touched right everything mm -hmm. they did 
they it didn't matter if we were talking about the the uh the interpretation of dreams that daniel has access to and that's right. an amazing thing that god gave him mm-hmm. and the there's favor with the people and with the king mm-hmm. god gave mm-hmm. these children mm-hmm. that and there's success in every in all of their studies and all of their work and all of their toil yeah god gave them success there and, and so the irony is of course in verse two, verse one and two, yeah, yeah. they're captives, slaves yeah. being dragged from their homeland into a new place. Yep. And in 17, 18, 19, you have them standing in the palace of the king, serving in huh. one of the highest roles that amazing. would have been possible to serve in, right? Yeah. This is this is the story of Joseph all over again, right? Yeah, I mean, exactly. it's the, that's what I was just thinking of. Yeah, yeah, it's this is this is how does how does From God take somebody to the palace, right? Yeah. How does God take people and <clears throat> take them from the lowest they've ever been? Mm. And bring them to places of success, and not just like success for success's sake. This or, is or in their own personal lives, but right. like leadership over a nation. Right. Yes, right. This isn't this isn't good for Daniel. Like this isn't yeah. God blessing Daniel for right. Daniel's good. Right. I mean, right. it. it I'm, we may be able to infer that this is yeah, it was, blessings sure. along there the was, way. Sure. Yeah, there was, was benefit for Daniel for yeah. sure. Yeah, but this is for. I mean, chapter two's coming, right? And. Nebuchadnezzar is yeah. about to off uh, yeah. like a whole section of his leadership, right? I yeah. mean, he's 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 mad and he's angry and he's going to kill everybody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Daniel shows up because yeah. and, and God's mercy is extended through Daniel mm. to a group of people that Daniel could not have saved if God hadn't helped him in verse seventeen, right? To faithfully every day, God was present and God mm. was there and mm. God brought success when success was necessary and right. And where his people followed him, God yeah. was there. Yeah. And in every, I mean, this, it reminds me of how God used the little girl in the story of Naaman, right. And the little, right. it, the Syrian empire and all of this is going on. And God does his work through people that are not able to do God's work. They should have no business doing the work mm. of God, right. We're talking yeah. about, we're talking about young guys who were great and who were powerful and who were mighty in mm-hmm. in Judah sure that I mean they, they they got to this place because of the gifts that God had given but there's yeah. no reason there's no reason that a guy like Daniel sure. ends up at the king's side exactly that's not how this works in Babylon right, right. Yeah. yeah this is a, you, you you don't take conquered people and make them royal advisors exactly. <laughs> that's that's not how yeah. this happens in any other situation yeah. but it does in Daniel why yeah. Well, because God's doing his work. Yeah. Well, because so God's cool. present again. Because yeah. God so is cool. again present in every single moment. In yeah. fact, there's a uh if you look at verse 21, mm-hmm. there's a there's a cool little phrase there that the that closes the chapter out that says this that it, it, I'm gonna paraphrase so you can look up Daniel 1 21. Uh, but it basically says this Daniel continued until the first year of King Cyrus. And Uh, like, what does that have to do with anything? Well, Daniel was captured probably 605 BC, right? Cyrus became king in 539 BC. Wow. 66 years Daniel served, right? So here's the cool thing, right? Nebuchadnezzar didn't make it that long. Right. No. With with all of the macho-ness, with all of the power, with all of the ability yeah. to roll yeah, over yeah. kingdoms, Nebuchadnezzar didn't make it, but God's people did. 
And not even that. Babylon didn't even make it. Babylon is destroyed. Like the nation that backs up this king is gone. But God's people aren't. But Mm. God's people keep going. And so the quote I read in one of the, in the, um, one of the commentaries that I found said, here's a little piece of eschatology, right? The study of last things. here's Here's a little piece of eschatology for you. The commentator said, the servants of God will simply out endure kingdoms of this age. Wow. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. Obviously yeah. there's, 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 you know, there's a rapture that happens. There's a, yes. you know, yeah, a tribulation yeah. period, right? All yeah. of those things are true. <clears throat> but at the end, right. When yeah. it's all said and done. Yeah. Nazi Germany will not be around, right? right? The Roman empire will yep. not be around. Yep. That's so true. Communist Soviet union is not around. Right. But you know what, who will be around mm. God's people. Mm. They, mm-hmm. They'll be around. Yeah. <laughs> Serving a king who lives forever yeah that's in awesome. a kingdom that hey, seriously man it is incredible and like that's like this the story of daniel chapter one is is i mean the, don't get me wrong verse eight it's powerful and it yeah. preaches and it should yeah. be preached yes yeah but the whole chapter i felt like was the fact that god is present in every moment when mm-hmm. we're standing up for what mm-hmm. is right when we need that help in the darkest times that we've ever faced in our life god's right there yep. yeah but what never changes doesn't matter whether we're in the judgment of God, whether God is blessing and giving success to every piece of work that we are touching, right? Every every mm. element of our life, whatever mm. is going on, God is there. God yeah, is there. So good. Yeah. That doesn't change it with our sickness or our health. That doesn't change with our the whether one has lost a loved one or whether yeah. one has yeah. children that are wayward. God is right where you are. God yeah. is right there. Maybe sometimes behind the scenes, like we can't even see it, but he's doing his work. And mm-hmm. I, I, the goal last night, honestly, is my hope and goal was that we could come to this position and see that no matter what else changes in our life, this never does. God yeah. is always right there. So good. Yeah. yeah. Appreciate that. Yeah. So helpful. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's good even for those of us who are in ministry. Yeah. <laughs> to remember, yeah. it's not just something that we should be preaching right yeah that can be a help just to somebody who's listening to this podcast yeah today. so appreciate that thomas yeah. appreciate your work on that yeah. honestly brother the, so one of the things that kind of has been rolling around in my mind is mm. we've we've talked about kid fest a number of times right and yeah, yeah. remember yeah. that you talked about the last time we talked about kid fest we yeah. just had a conversation about how um it wasn't as successful as i wanted it yeah. to be right yeah. well, that was the last yeah. conversation we've had about yeah. kid fest i think is it it we did the work, but I don't know that it was as a success as I wanted it to be. I wanted yeah. it to be more successful. Yeah. And I came to this conclusion, even again, last night as I'm preaching and, and, you know, thinking through this yesterday, getting the final touches mm-hmm. on it and all that. And I'm just reminded again that, man, God's right there in the middle of that mm-hmm. too. And God's mm-hmm. right there in the middle of ministry when it doesn't go our way. Mm-hmm. And when Miss Sally is on the war path again, right. Mm-hmm. And God, mm-hmm. God's, God's there. God knows exactly mm-hmm. what's going on. Mm-hmm. God knows exactly where we're at. And it's Monday for us right now, right? And I saw a thing on Facebook this morning about, hey, Monday, don't 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 have the hard meetings on Monday and don't resign on Monday. And right. you know, yes. it was a lot of work yesterday. So just yeah. like just yeah. give yourself a break on Monday. Plan, okay? plan to do that on Thursday. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it just probably feel different by then. Right. And seriously, like there, there's some Mondays like that, right? Yeah. But God's there in that too, because he doesn't yeah. change even if 
everybody is falling apart. Yeah. He yeah. hasn't yet. Yeah. And yeah, so seriously, good. I've needed that encouragement this yeah. week. And I'm glad um, for the truth of that. And Daniel, I think the, so go through Daniel, um, the whole book, what we find is this, is that God's kingdom just doesn't ever stop. It doesn't ever fail. God keeps going. So sure glad about that. Well, we sure appreciate all the work that you guys do every week in and out in the ministries that you are working in. We're thankful for that, thankful for the faithfulness of you. So would you hit us up on Facebook and let us know how life is going? You can email us to notthepastorpodcast at gmail.com or Facebook, facebook.com backslash notthepastor. Should love to hear from you and the ways that God's working in your life glad that he never fails that way but then also we would love it if you would rate and review this podcast on itunes or wherever you listen that would be helpful for us and gets this podcast in front of more listeners glad for that opportunity until next week we are not the pastor